Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. This is Henry Lopez, and welcome to this episode of The How of Business. My guest today is Adam Kirk. Adam, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Henry. Super great to be here. So look, it's been a while since I've had you on the podcast, but as I'll share here in a minute, Adam has been with me many times, numerous times. You are the most frequent guest on uh, the How of Business. Quite the honor. Very, very honored for that. It'll be like, you know, on SNL, when you're on five times, they give you that gold jacket. I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live or not. Wait, so I'm getting the jacket out of this? No, no jacket. No, oh, man. no. You'll, maybe a pin might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle for the pin. There you go. All right. So we're going to dive about you. As, as those of you have heard Adam on the show before, he is my go-to resource and partner for everything that has to do with online marketing, specifically websites and SEO. And, and so for most of us, we, we have to continue to be found online, perhaps now more than ever, certainly as COVID has shown. Um, and at the heart of being found online is this thing called search engine optimization. Most of us have probably heard of that or SEO. And there's also this other thing, Google My Business, which in my observation and opinion and experience, and we'll get Adam's insight on, has really changed the whole landscape of where you have to be online to get found. So how important is it to getting found online? And, and so Adam is here to share today his insights and tips on SEO, on Google My Business, from a business perspective. So what do you need to know? So don't worry, this is not going to be a technical conversation. We, we, both of us are geeks, so we might venture there a little bit, but this is from the perspective of the business owner, not the IT person. So stay with us because at a minimum, what I hope you'll get out of this is at least those types of questions or topics or projects that you need to go to your IT person, whether that's outsourced or in-house or the person that does your web development or Adam at Usta's then that's what I encourage you to do. If you want to receive more information about the Howa business, including links to the show notes page, everything that we talk about today, including a special offer that Usta has just for our listeners, then you can either text biz, B-I-Z to 772-837-5700 or visit thehowabusiness.com. So let me tell you briefly about Adam. Uh, again, some of you have heard him before in our show, but it's my pleasure to welcome Adam Kirk back to the show. Adam is the founder of Ustas and one of our business service partners. Ustas focuses on digital marketing and web design for small businesses. That's what they do. They work with small businesses. And I've used Ustas myself personally for my websites, as well as I referred them to numerous of my coaching and consulting clients. So they are a trusted partner. I've had the pleasure of knowing and working with Adam for two or three years now, I think, Adam, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah, you've been on one, two, three, four, five, five or six different episodes, by far the most of any guest that I've ever had. We've done a webinar. We've done a lot of things to share with my audience and to educate myself on everything that is websites, SEO, and, and online marketing in general. So with all of that said, Adam Kirk, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Henry. Super great to be here. And like you said, we're going to keep it super simple, try and uh, aim to get a lot of practical tips out there, stuff that the average business owner can take care of themselves, or like you said, have somebody on their team take care of it for them. 
Yeah, it's such a, it's so important to clarify that, Adam, because I think what I've observed, we've talked about this before, is because it can get technical or it's an easy, it's th- this whole SEO thing is such a thing that business owners, even more so today, perhaps than ever, get bombarded with, uh, you know, we'll get you to the top of the page or your website stinks and we need to make it better. And, and I think what happens is people get paralyzed because they don't, they don't know where to spend the money or who to trust on this subject that, in my opinion, is always such a, a moving target to an extent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many things out there. Like we even, I mean, we do this for a living and we still get those spam emails that says <laughs> your website. And we're like, oh my gosh, seriously. I know. I know. Seriously. Did you even so, look at the website? No, All right. Let's start. Not. Yeah, obviously not. Let, I thought I would start with introducing again, what is SEO from a business owner's perspective? So we won't get into the technical aspects of it, except as we need to, but, but what is it and why should I care as a business owner? Yeah. Good question. Search engine optimization or SEO, I like to say that it is the work of optimizing a website so that it ranks high on organic search results. Um, I can break that down really quick. It's the work of optimizing your website. So SEO is, is you're physically going on to someone's website into the front end occasionally. Most of it's into the back end, non, non-seen things. And you're optimizing it so that it ranks high on search results. Um, that means when someone, let's use the example, the typical example of a plumber, someone goes into Google and says, searches local plumber. What do they see? They see results on a search engine page We're we're aiming, uh, to get organic results on that. Um, I don't know if we can really quickly go over when you do a Google search, you get lots of different kinds of results. You get a map result, you get paid ads, you get, a. uh, there's a lot of different things you can get there, but what we're going for is the organic ones. That's what search engine optimization does. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that's important to define what the organic is the, the stuff that shows up because Google based on their algorithm feels that's most likely what you are looking for as the person who's searching. Exactly. And you said, Henry too, why should I care? That is a critical question. You mentioned it in the intro since COVID, so many people are caring a lot more about that because it's so critical. Everything has gone virtual. Um, the reason a small business owner should care is because their customers care, period. Um, 68% of online experiences begin with a search engine. Mm. What does that mean? Most experience, 68 or more, that's a low number. Uh, when people want to conduct something online, where do they go? They go to Google, they go to Bing, or they go to all the other ones out there. They're starting on a search engine. Um, I also have the stat too of 76% of local people when they search something on their smartphone, they visit a store related to that search within one business day. Wow. So that's huge for the local business, 76%. Yeah, it's, it's how our prospective and existing customers are finding us. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's not, some people think, well, if I'm not selling anything online, then it's not important to then that couldn't be farther from the case. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, even for, for physical locations, even perhaps even more importantly, they're looking for us online. Even if we are not selling something to consumers, people will then, after the fact, let's say I meet a new potential CPA, one of the things I'm going to do pretty shortly thereafter in vetting that person is going to their website, seeing yep. what I can find about them online. Yep, exactly. And a website is often a first impression. Uh, we is. tell people 85 to 90% of, 
of businesses. Uh, when someone comes to your website, it's their first impression, 85 to 90% of that, uh, their first impression comes on the design. Uh, and so that also ties into websites like, yeah, people, people need to get to your website. They need to see that you're a reputable company, but the way that they get to your website is through search engine. Yeah. That impression is so important, isn't it? The, the thing that the internet promises, one of the things that the internet promises is, is a more level playing field to access that public, that potential client customer worldwide, if that's where we're trying to reach. But yeah. if you undermine yourself by putting forth an image that uh, is not what it should be, then you, you've just hurt yourself. And, 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 and really, you're not saving much there. I mean, it doesn't take that much to have a great looking professional website. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about this in a little bit. But that is one of the key things that has changed recently in search engine optimization is the whole thing of design. I mean, that ties into your website. Yes. But user experience, and again, we'll talk about this in a second and break that down a little bit, is a critical element that's rising to the surface of like a key thing that Google and other search engines look at when ranking websites. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to answer your other question. Uh, you kind of said before, like, what are our Google and other search engines trying to accomplish? What are yeah, they trying to yeah. get out of this? Because I think that's such an important way to look at it. I think that sometimes we can get caught up in the you know, this big bad thing called Google, but if we just will stop for a moment and understand it as to what they're, the reason they are who they are and why most people search on Google and what they're trying to accomplish, it, it's pretty basic. Yeah. They're trying to meet the needs of their clients. Uh, who is the client of Google is the people who search on Google and, and Google, yes, they're a for-profit business. So obviously they're in it to make money, but what they're trying to do is meet the needs of the searchers by providing relevant results in the quickest amount of time. Um, so Google obviously is very quick in presenting results, but they've, in the last 10 years, they've narrowed it down to, they want to provide really relevant results. They want to like, if, for example, if you go to Google and you would search for a local plumber and you start getting results about, uh, the local electrician, obviously you're going to like Google, you don't know what you're doing. You're going right. to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So relevant results is, is critical. Um, and how do, how does the average small business get those results out there? How do they, how do you, uh, pre start presenting relevant information, answering questions, on your website. Uh, again, that can get a little bit more technical. We'll kind of breeze over that. But if on your website, you can have a frequently asked question section and you can learn what are people typically asking about your services and answer those questions on your website, You're providing information, um, provide value. Uh, again, that also often comes through free resources or a lead magnet or something like that, but you want to provide legitimate value to the people who are looking for your services. Again, for the plumber example, uh, if people are coming to you, you could have a, a free resource or you could have like checklists or downloads or FAQ sheets or something like that that provides value of simple things that the person can do at home to fix the like simple plumbing solutions that you don't have to go out and fix that kind of thing, providing value. Um, another third thing you can do to make sure your results are, are coming is make sure your website's optimized for speed. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can talk about that again in a little bit too, but those are, those are three big things to make sure uh, that you're ranking high on Google. Yeah. All right. So just to, to summarize a little bit, uh, SEO, again, search engine optimization is the, 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 the making my website so that it has the content. And also there are technical components that you need to get help on 
to make sure that it is found by Google when people are searching for what I have to offer, either information-wise or services or what have you. It can be frustrating because sometimes we feel like, well, I've got that all on there. Why is Google not ranking me higher? And listen, this, this is that moving target part. But, but I assure you, Google's not, there's, there's not a big conspiracy theory, theory or, or conspiracy plan against you, okay? This is just what yeah. happens. What I have found is if you will do what has always been the thing to do is you have good relevant content and you apply that these technical components that somebody like Gustas can help you with, then over time, you will get ranked as you would expect to. That's what I have found. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's four technical things that I can mention really yeah, briefly. Yeah, let's talk about those at a high level. Yeah. Okay. Um, security. That's been something that has Google's been cracking down over, over the last five years, but a website yeah. security through an SSL certificate. One of the previous podcasts we did was based on that. But that is a big thing. Um, if your website's not secure, certain browsers are just going to show up as like red letters. Hey, this website's not secure. I think it's like 93% of people, when they come to a website that's shown as not secure, they're out of there within a matter of seconds. So critical thing there, get an SSL certificate for your website. Um, making sure it's mobile friendly, that it shows up well on phones. Again, it's, it's been there for the last few years. It's just another big thing that Google's like really pushing, making sure that your website's mobile friendly. Um, another thing is it's called on-page optimization, very technical in nature. Simply the, the high level of that is saying that's all the technical things, uh, the tags and the, all the stuff that goes into the back end of your website. Those really do matter. Google really does look at those things. So that's where you want to have, if you have the budget for it, you want to have a company take care of those things for you. Um, another element is design. Um, and we'll talk about this a little bit, but that ties into user experience. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing that even starting in the month of May, this past month, uh, May of 2021, Google came out with what's called the core web vitals. We'll keep it high level. Basically that's saying Google is looking a lot at the user experience in ranking websites. So if someone comes to your website and they have a poor experience there, like they, they, they're jumping around on websites, not getting what they, inf what information they needed, uh, your website's laid out poorly, that kind of thing. And people bounce from your website off to another website. It's a poor user experience. Google looks at that. They notice that and they start to push your ranking down. Um, so user experience is a big thing, um, starting in May of 2021. Um, Wonderful. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Did... No, go ahead. That's, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. As you mentioned it, it, on the, let me just go through these four at a high level, the secure one, the SSL certificates, like you said, we did an episode, episode 210 of the how of business. If you want to learn more about that, we did a deep dive and I would say 99% of what we talked about in that episode is still relevant and applicable. So if you want to learn more about that episode 210, the mobile friendly, you know, I think the mistake, and I even make this mistake sometimes, Adam, is that we're working on our website or we're reviewing our website. And we often might be doing that on our laptop or our PC at, at the office. You, you got to look at your website on your phone because that's how, I mean, you probably have a stat on this, but it's the vast majority of people are right. interacting with my website on their mobile device, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We've been doing websites for a number of years and, and we always contact our clients every quarter and kind of give them the overview of the stats. Mm -hmm. And we've seen 
like you can look at how many people look at your website on a desktop or on a tablet or on a phone. And we've definitely seen the increase of people using their phones uh, to look at websites for sure. So it's, it's very, very critical. Yeah. So the days of it just shrinking is not good enough, right? That's not mobile friendly. It needs to adjust to a whole, almost a whole different interface, especially your menu will change. You'll notice that if it is a mobile friendly website. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. We almost designed, when we design websites, you almost designed three different designs, one for the desktop, one for the tablet and one for the mobile phone. Um, similar design, but it's got to be laid out different because it's a different device. Yeah. The, the third part, on-page optimization, this is where it gets technical. And this is where, A, I don't want anybody as a business owner focusing on this unless this is your business. And it's probably not, right? For sure, so, for sure. So this is something that you either have to get technical help with because you have it on staff or you outsource this or you've got somebody who regularly maintains your website or you've got to contact somebody like Ustas because for what you will pay Ustas, and we'll talk about a special on this right now, it is well worth the money to outsource this. This is not cost prohibitive. And, but the value you're going to get, I mean, first of all, if you don't have any kind of technical knowledge, you're not going to be able to do it. You're just going to get frustrated yeah. and waste about much of time and maybe not even do it right. So you exactly. got to get technical help on that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things with SEO that the average business owner can do themselves. Um, and that's what we're going to focus on this podcast. Yeah, the on-page optimization is not one of those. And we tell so many, so yeah, we tell so many people like price-wise, um, like if you for what you pay for a company to do that for you, most businesses, if they sell one of their products or services in that month, they've recuperated the cost. And SEO is geared at getting more people onto your website to increase your business. So it's it's one of those things that's well worth the investment. Absolutely. The same thing with design. Your 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 website is either designed, there's only so much you can duct tape it before you really do have to start over with the website, has been my experience. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Now let's flip over to the things that I can and should be doing as a business owner. And in my experience, this is all about the content that I uh, continuously add, refresh, and make available that's on target to what I'm look, hoping to be found for. But tell me about that. When you see it done right, what are business owners doing with their website? Yeah, good question. I've got a few things over that. I'll touch on the first one that you just mentioned is content. That boils down to the whole thing of providing value. Um, if you're, let's let's get out of the plumber one. If you're a local hairstylist, um, you want to have content on your website about your products and services, obviously, but then you want to do blogs or podcasts or things like that, that talk about hairstyles or the value of, of, I don't know, I'm not a hairstylist, so that's maybe a bad example, but like having information, downloads, resources, FAQ sheets, blog posts, all that kind of content on your website about your products and services. Google recognizes that as, as content, as long as it's well-written um, like you said before, gone are the days of like keyword stuffing, where you just have an article and you're like hairstyle, hairstyle, and you just throw that keyword in there 20 times, you'll get blacklisted for that. So don't do it. Yeah. Uh, Google's smart enough to know what actually provides value. Um, so that's a big thing, having relevant, valuable content on your website. Um, another item that the average business owner can do is Google my business huge. Uh, uh, I was listening to another podcast. I think it might've been one, so one of your guests, Henry, um, was talking about, uh, maybe it was a different one, 
uh, talking about Google My Business and how they were saying how there's, I think it's Search Engine Journal out there. Where there's a, basically a group of SEO experts all over the country and they gather together once a year and they kind of strategize and say, hey, what's been your experience in 2020? Uh, what has been some of the key SEO elements? What are the, some of the big things out there that are actually making an impact? And Google My Business is up at the top. Um, so Google My Business is a free service. The average small business owner, you can go in there and you can create your Google My Business account free. Uh, Google makes it very user-friendly to put some information in there. That is one of the best things that the average small business owner can do for their business to get ranking online. Mm -hmm. um, Coming back wanna, to the website, we'll come back to Google My Business. I definitely want to explore yeah. that some more. Is it is it safe to say that just by adding blog and starting to blog on, and, and by the way, this term blogging, sometimes people think like, oh, what is that? Is this this big complicated thing? These are just posts of content. That term blogging is, is one that we continue to use. This doesn't have to, this is not a novel. This can be a short couple of paragraphs. Of course, there is kind of, there are some guidelines for what's a good amount of content. But again, it's continuing to provide on that website content that the, the person who's going to come to my website would benefit from, is going to learn something for, will see as a resource. So is, is blogging or adding a blog if I, don't have, if I don't have one, is that one of the, I would say, easiest ways to get started with making my website have more valuable content? Yeah, it's, it for sure is. Um, again, it boils down to it has to be done well. So if you're not a great writer, uh, you might want to have someone else on your team, or there's a lot of very affordable ways to outsource blog writing. You can go to uh, all the all the different virtual assistant sites out there uh, and get somebody to write blogs for you. But that definitely is probably, I would say it's probably one of the top 10 things that Google looks at, maybe top 20, uh, is blogs, having a relevant blog on your website. Um, and like you said, it's simply putting out content out there about your products and services, things that people want to consume. Um, Another thing that Google has come out with in the last year is they're starting to look at longer, uh, longer content. Uh, it used to be you could write a blog post of 250 words and it would be great. Uh, Google's looking at a thousand word blogs, 2000 okay. word blogs, um, because it's, it's showing that it's more valuable. People like consuming longer blog posts. Uh, so that's a, that's a big thing. Um, so one of the things that always comes up and you and I have talked about this multiple times is now from a business owner perspective, I'm like, oh my gosh, when am I going to have the time to create that content? But, but yep. you touched on it. I, I think this is something that we need to look at outsourcing, especially to someone who knows how to write the content the right way. But what I recommend is I, that first you work with somebody like yourself or, or myself or another coach to, to put together kind of your marketing message so that it's on point what are those key marketing messages that are tied to a specific ideal client or customer in mind? And then with that as a guideline, you develop maybe just an outline and then have someone who that's what they do actually write the blog post. Absolutely. If you, I, I know Henry, you've done other uh, episodes on, on virtual assistants. You've provided a lot of resources there. Um, but yeah, anybody who does blog writing for you, if you outsource that, it should begin with like what's typically known as like an onboarding conversation where that person mm -hmm. who's going to be doing the writing, they're interviewing you or, or use you as a coach, Henry, to pull out that 
who is your target audience? Who is, who are you writing this for? What, what's your marketing plan? And then pass that on to the blog writer so that you have a level of a strategy coming into this. And then on a monthly basis or a bi-weekly basis, you can have your content writer. You can almost schedule that out ahead of time, um, six months out or a year out schedule. Like here's the topics that I want this person to write about. Then they know what they're doing. They, they, you can even do some keyword research initially to kind of present them. Here's a few, uh, 10 keywords that we want to be uh, listed into the blogs that we write about, things like that. And then they can just go and write. Yeah. Um, very affordable and it's going to have a high impact. High impact. And if you'll do that on a scheduled basis instead of in a spurts and stops, if you'll make that part of your marketing plan for the year, even if it's just maybe you start with one a month or even one a quarter, I'll take that as long as it's consistent and you're constantly adding relevant, new, fresh content to the website. Let me ask you this now, uh, how do I go about measuring how well my site is doing from an SEO perspective? Obviously, the obvious one is I'll do a search on Google for what I, what I think a client or prospective client might search for, right? So one of, our, one of my new businesses that I'm a minority partner in is Office Evolutions, which is a co-working space. So I, and we rent office space. So I might search office space in Plantation, Florida and see where I am in the organic search and on the map. That's one way, right? Yep. Yep. That's, that's the one I was going to say. You can open up a private window. Um, we always recommend opening up a private window that way. It's okay. So what do you mean by a private, like, like an incognito window? Is that what you exactly. mean? Because yep, exactly. Because then Google or your browser, say you're using Chrome, open up an incognito window. It's not pulling all the, all your previous search history. It's, it's not, not bringing it into, it's not favoring it into what it thinks I might want. It's treating it as if it was really somebody out there searching uh, exactly. for this, for, for my business. Yeah. Or a business like yep, mine. Exactly. So doing that, starting with a clean slate, Googling your business, exactly what you just said and seeing where you're ranking. Uh, that'll give you an insight onto who your competitors are. It'll also give you insight into where you're, where you're at in comparison to them. Um, another thing that we recommend is there's a lot of free website audit tools out there. We have one on our website, but there's plenty others out there too. Um, free resource. It's, it's a great way to, um, I'll just mention the one that we do. It runs an audit on the back end of your website with all the technical stuff. So you can see where your website ranks on that, but it also shows you, you can put in a few of your competitors and it shows you where you're at in comparison to them. Uh, you can put in a few keywords, like I want to be found for local hairstylist in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Then it'll show you, Hey, you're currently, uh, ranking on page three for that. And there's an average on an average month, about 30 people are searching for that specific phrase. Uh, but then if you type in local hair salon in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, then 300 people search for that phrase. So it'll give you that kind of data of like, Oh, wow. A lot more people are searching for this phrase over that phrase. And, and you can get a lot of information and it's a free, free resource. So yeah. Yeah, I'll have a link to Adam's tool on the Eustis website. I'll put that on the show notes page for this episode. So just go to the howabusiness.com and there'll be a link to that free tool. All right, yep. let's start to wrap it up on SEO. What else? You mentioned a few things that are new. We keep referring to this Google algorithm uh, and yep. I just want to make sure people understand what that is, but that is the, the magic sauce, the, the magic recipe that Google is continuously refining to accomplish what we, what we said at the outset as far as search goes, so that when somebody search on Google, 
they get the most relevant and likely content that they're looking for. Anything else that's emerged recently that uh, we haven't talked about? The big things that have emerged, we, we touched on is Google My Business, and I think we'll take a deeper dive into that in a second. Um, user experience, the whole thing of what does a person experience when they come onto your website? Do they find it valuable? Do they, is, the, is it easy to navigate through the website? Are they finding the relevant information? That kind of thing. Google, uh, their algorithm, their, their tools, they can easily pick that up. So that's a big thing in the last uh, year, and especially starting in May 2021. Um, big thing there. Um, those are the two big things okay. that I wanted to All mention. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. One last thing, a little bit more technical, but it's really just as you're looking at website design, my understanding is there's, there's two primary platforms. There's WordPress, which a lot of people know about, and there's also Duda, which is the platform that you develop websites on. Just tell me briefly why you chose the Duda platform. We chose to work with Duda for a lot of reasons. Uh, the simple ones are they're very secure. Um, every single website that's built on Duda, it's mobile friendly. It's secured with an SSL certificate. Um, the platform was built to rank well, it's page speed wise to rank well on Google. Um, another thing that's, that's super important is uh, it's very affordable because it's more of the drag and drop editor kind of feel, we can build a higher quality website than we would in WordPress. We can build it in half the time uh, for our designers. So that, that makes it super affordable. Um, it's also really reputable. There's been like uh, 14 million websites built with Duda already. Uh, there was a, a G2 survey where uh, Duda built or beat out WordPress and a lot of other key like Wix and Weebly and those guys in a lot of different of the categories. Uh, so Duda is definitely one of the up and coming web platforms uh, for a lot of different reasons. And that's why we've chosen to, to work with them. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. I, I suspect that the weird name and the Usta's weird name, did that have anything to do with it? It actually didn't. Um, <laughs> side story, I won't go into that now, but both, both strange names, not related. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. All right. Very good. Let's talk more about Google My Business because I think it's so critical here. We, you've touched on it already, but let's start by explaining what is it. Good. Uh, Google My Business is basically Google's way to support the small business. Um, it has been called in the last few months the new homepage yes. uh, for business websites. Uh, Google has put this out there as a way, again, to support small businesses, yes, but it's their means of providing relevant and valuable content to their searchers. So hair salon uh, category, again, if you go and search local hair salon on the right-hand side of the search results, you're going to see um, some businesses represented. Say, say you type in a specific business name, even um, up on the right-hand side, it's going to show that business's name, a picture of the front of their building. It's going to show their, their hours, their, all their information on the right-hand column there. That information is pulled from that business's Google My Business account. Um, again, it's free. It's often a first impression uh, of a business to people who are looking for them. And it is a huge potential for lead generation. It's a great way to get your business information out there. Uh, contact information, someone can search for your business and boom, they know your phone number, they know your hours, they can see your business, et cetera. It's free. And that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. You know, so Google yeah. allows us now to claim these Google My Business pages and then add all of this additional content. So we're helping them help us 
by making it easier for Google when we do get included in a search result that it presents us in the best possible light. Yep. Two resources I want to mention there. Uh, to get started on Google My Business, you can simply go to business.google.com. Uh, if you already have a Google account, it'll probably prompt you to walk through the steps of setting up a Google My Business account. If you don't, again, you'll be prompted to start from scratch. The other one that's not as well known uh, is a new thing. I think it came out two or so years ago, smallbusiness.withgoogle.com. It's a new website by Google tools and resources for the small business owner. It'll basically walk you through a brief survey where it asks you a few questions about your business. What are your goals? That kind of thing. And then it will present you with, Hey, based on your goals, here's how you start Google my business, or here's how you can start getting some paid ads or things like that. And it's, it's, uh, it's a great way almost before doing, doing Google, my business It's a great way to, to get some resources and tips and tools directly from Google related to your business. Great. Good. Thanks for those links. I'll, I'll have those on the show notes page as well at the how of business.com. Um, so just, just to clarify for people, the, the way that it works once I claim my business is Google will send you a physical postcard to that address. And that's the way that they're, that'll have a code on. And that's the way they're confirming that you're actually at that business address. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Get the postcard. Um, you do have to have a physical address right. uh, in order to be able to do that. No PO boxes or anything no like boxes, that. Yep. yep. When you do get in to setting up your Google My Business, you want to uh, add photos, you add your logo, add your location, uh, add, I mean, Google loves pictures. So add pictures of your building, of your staff, things like that. Make it relational. Um, get the link and ask people for reviews. I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about that, but reviews are huge. One of the, again, one of the top 10 things that Google looks at when ranking websites, um, uh, put your links in there. Uh, another thing that Google has started do, doing more is Google is going more transactional. What does that mean? It means that the more business they want to conduct on Google itself. So how does that work? When you set up your Google My Business account, you're going to have the opportunity to list your products and services. You can even list your prices there and things mm -hmm. like that. So Google's moving in towards like putting that kind of information out there. They want to, they want transactions to start being happening on Google itself. Yeah. Yeah. Critical. So we, for office evolution, just to use that example as well, we've loaded into there all of the services we offer the offices, our conference rooms, our virtual uh, business address services. They're all in there so people can access it. And then we're continuously adding pictures what I've done yep. is I've just added it to my rotation when we're doing online marketing. So an article or a blog post or something that we're featuring a special, it's just now on the checklist like it is for Facebook and the, the website and the blog. Google My Business is on that list now. I add that same content, sometimes in a different format, onto the Google My Business page. So it's just part of oh, yeah. everywhere that I add content now. Yeah. You can almost treat it like a social media platform. I think um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're putting out content there, like exactly what you just said, put it out there. Um, funny story. We do SEO for two uh, companies that are very similar in nature. We started them right around the exact same time. Company number one, they were an older company, well-established. Uh, their website was well-established uh, and they reached out to us for SEO. Same company, sorry, different company, same industry, brand new company, brand new website started SEO pretty much at the exact same time. 
three months into it, the one company who had an older uh, business, an older website came to us and said, Hey, this other company, they didn't know we were doing SEO for the other company where it's like, mm. they're outranking us. Why is that? <laughs> we did a little bit of research and we're like, well, okay. Google looks at 200 things when you're ranking a website. Yes. The older company had three Google reviews, oh, brand new company had over 30 Google reviews, five stars. So it just shows a little bit of the weight that Google puts onto reviews, uh, three versus 30 five-star reviews. That's going to go a long way. And it's a big thing that Google looks at. So just a, a thing of a reminder of like the importance of anytime you finish a service or a product for someone and they've had a positive experience, reach out, ask them for a Google review. Absolutely. The reviews are critical. Not only is of course, Google looking at it as part of the algorithm, but in my opinion and observation, Adam, it is the number one source of when people are looking, including myself, evaluating where I'm going to, if I'm going to use a business or go to that particular establishment, I look at the Google reviews now. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody does. I, I, I don't look at TripAdvisor anymore. I used to a long time ago. I don't look at Yelp. I look at the Google reviews. I think Google has done a good job. It's not that there aren't issues. It's not perfect. But of all of those review sites, I trust Google reviews the most. Do you think I'm crazy to, to be doing so? Or what's your, what's your opinion and thought? I would 100% agree with you. Google has done a phenomenal job of keeping them legitimate. I think so. As um, best as they possibly can, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, it's just, they, they've presented it well. Like when you research a company, it pops up. That's one of the things that pops up on the right-hand side there of your screen, along with the phone number and contact information, you'll be able to easily see this company has two Google reviews and they're both a one or two star. You're like, mm, I don't know about that. Do you, do you want to be the third person that they've ever worked with? Like, or you can see they've got 55 star reviews. They're a very reputable company. You can read them. I think Google's done a phenomenal job. The other best practice there that I've been told is to try to reply to every single review. What are your thoughts there? 100%. We tell everybody to do that as you're going to get it. As long as everything's set up, right, you're going to get an email notification that so-and-so left a review for you immediately go back in and it can be a super simple reply. Hey, thanks for the Google review. It was a pleasure working with you. But Google notices that every single Google review should have a reply on it. Yep. So one of the things that, that we've been doing lately is in the reply including some of those keywords, key phrases. So yes. we might specifically say, Adam, thanks for your review. I'm so glad the conference room worked out for you on your last visit, or I'm so glad you're enjoying your private office. Yep. In words, including those keywords back in there, I've been told that is a value. Absolutely. Um, I didn't know if I was going to go here or not, but keywords is definitely one of the things that Google is looking at. I mean, we've even heard uh, of businesses trying to tag keywords into their business name in Google. I'm not going to go out and recommend that oh, because yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those. What I have found is whenever areas. you try to game the system, yes. it ends up, it might work temporarily, but then it ends up hurting you. Yes. Agreed. If you're, so if your business name is legitimately has a keyword in it, then obviously it should be in your business sure, name, but you course. can't stuff keywords into your business name. It'll come back and bite you for sure. Yeah. Um, we cannot emphasize the reviews enough. If you, if you do, first of all, claim your Google, my business page, you got to do that again. It's free. You're missing out if you're not doing that. 
And then the reviews is probably number one, followed by all of the other content and pictures and all of that. It even has in that on that review page, a link that you can share to encourage people to give you reviews. And so what I'll do periodically from that link that Google My Business gives me, I'll share it to our Facebook page to encourage people to give us a review. Yeah, yeah. And again, every industry, every business is different. Um, but a lot of people ask us like, okay, so reviews are so important. How do we go about doing that? Yeah. You get that, you log into your Google My Business account, you get that link and you can simply email it to people or put it as a part of the process that you go through when you, when you sell someone something or you provide a service to them, make it where as soon as you're done completing your work, you send them a templated email with that link in it. And you'll be surprised at how many people will start responding and giving you good reviews. Yeah. I have found that usually the best time to ask for a review is fresh after the, the sale when everybody's still in the honeymoon period and everybody's still happy. That's, that's the time to strike. Yep. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about a couple of specials and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of other points here. There's a special that, that we've had for some time now that's just for the Howa business. And that is for the bronze level. What, what Usta does is they have essentially three different levels and then they can go anywhere you want to in a customization route. But these three package levels and what I love about it is it's a, it's a fixed price. You know what you're going to spend. Adam, I don't have to tell you the horror stories of people that I have spoken to who have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on a website to end up having to trash it and start all over. It really is criminal what, what I've seen in this space. So the special is the bronze package, which is the introductory package, but it's really more than that. It'll give you more than what you need for a, a, a essential and essential informational website. It's got five pages, which usually covers just about everything that you need for that informational website. It has all of the things that we talked about, the right design, it's mobile friendly, it's secure. It's going to have all of the optimization basics in there. And that bronze package, the special price that our listeners get is $999. So for $999, you get a professional, great looking, state-of-the-art website. And that's usually priced at what? It's a $200 savings. So it's okay. normally priced at $1,200. Yeah. Right. So this is where I'm recommending most of my clients. If they have either a website that you know is time to replace or no website at all. We didn't talk about that. We've talked about it in other, other episodes of how the percentage of small business owners that don't have a website is phenomenal. And I get it. A lot of times it's because you're paralyzed that you're going to be taken advantage of or that you got to spend a fortune on this. Here for a thousand bucks, you're going to get the website that your business needs to get found online, as we talked about on the outset. And then the focus of this conversation was search engine optimization. So tell me about that current special that you're running for the SEO package. Yeah. Like similar to websites, we've got different level packages. We have an economy package, which is geared for small business on a tighter budget. Uh, we take care of all the stuff, but we just spread it out a little bit over time to keep the price down. We've got local packages. We've got national packages. Uh, what we're offering for How a Business listeners is a 10% off any SEO package, and we're going to waive the setup fee. Setup fee is normally $200. We're going to waive that 10% off the package. Um, so enable to get great results 
uh, yeah, we'd love to, the, we're in the, we're in this to serve small businesses. So that's kind of our way of saying, Hey, we're here to help. Yeah. That's, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I partnered with Adam several years ago. First of all, first of all, is I developed a, a quick level of trust. So there's a lot of integrity with Adam and, and Ustas. They, they do things the right way. But initially the, the other thing was that you focus on small businesses. That's, that's who you serve exclusively is small businesses like ours, micro businesses, we don't have a hundred thousand dollar budget for, for website We're we're, we're trying to, to do it right, but we need help. And so that's, those are some of the reasons that, that I've continued to partner with you and that I send my clients to you for these types of yeah. things. Yeah. And like you said, Henry, we serve them small businesses. So we know what the average small business is looking for. We focus on clear communication uh, we're very upfront about what people can expect when they work with us and cost upfront. Uh, we have legitimate client care, like every client that we work with after their service goes live, we touch base with them every single quarter just to see how they're doing to see if they got any questions, all that kind of good stuff. So, all right. So we'll have a, we'll have the specials on the show notes page for this episode at the how So take advantage of that. If you're at a point now where it's where it's time to to revamp or you don't have a website, take advantage of this special. And then the SEO package is another great opportunity. All right, we'll wrap it up here. From a from a SEO perspective, tell me again, what should I do next? What should be my first action item after listening to this to to learn? Maybe the question is to to see where I'm at with my current SEO. Is it going to the audit tool? Is that where you would start? I would start there if you want to see where you're at. If you have an existing website and you're just curious to say, how's it currently doing? What do I do from here? Um, you can go to ustas.com slash audit. It's a free tool. Uh, if you, we ask for a name and an email and then we'll send you the audit. We'll create a personalized video for you. But it's, it's a very clear way to to understand where your current website's at. Um, next big thing I would say is Google My Business. Uh, if you have a Google My Business, go in and check around, make sure you've got pictures in there, make sure all your information is up to date. Uh, just put information, when Google, when they've got categories there, fill them out if it's relevant. Um, if you don't have a Google My Business, walk through the process, very super easy and user-friendly. Uh, those are the two big things that I would highly recommend. Yeah. You, you got to have a website. If you do, you got to make sure it's serving you well by helping you being found online. If you don't have a Google My Business page, you're missing out on a free resource that Google is, is really, I don't know how much more clearly they can tell us, create a Google My Business page and put some content on there. You're yeah. really missing out if you're not doing that. Um, and then again, if you need help, that's, that's what Ustas is, is here for. This is not something, especially the technical components of this, that as a small business owner, we should be doing ourselves. We need to be educated on what needs to happen and why, but we should be delegating or outsourcing this to someone else who's an expert in this arena. Yep, for sure. I don't do my own taxes because I would mess them up. <laughs> that's why we have a CPA, right? <laughs> great point. Great point. All right. Tell me again, where you want us to go online to learn more about Ustas. You can just go to ustas.com. It's O-O-S 
tas.com. Uh, you can learn a little bit about the business, meet our team, do that free audit report there. Um, we love hearing from people. We're not a hard sell. Like if you're interested in any of our products and services, you'll probably talk to Catherine on our team or myself. Uh, we like creating personalized videos for people. So if we run an audit report, we're going to create a video going over that and explaining it to you. Um, so yeah, that's where you go to find out more. Yeah. Great experience. All right, Adam, another great conversation. Thanks so much for sharing all this information and for being on the show again today. Henry, I appreciate it. I'm looking for my pin after this one. Five. <laughs> I committed to it, didn't I? <laughs> no. I I'll get you something. It. It'll be a pin. I just don't know, you know, the, the quality of it might be a little skeptical or a little skeptical. <laughs> That's good. All right. This is Henry Lopez. And thanks for joining me on this episode of The How of Business. My guest today, again, was Adam Kirk. We release new episodes every Monday morning. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.